Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Yeah, can I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? Wolfing down your lunch. <laughs> Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Luke. And does it smell good? Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' ultimate sports fan destination. All right, it's noon on a Wednesday. It is time for Wolfing Down Your Lunch. Aaron Maloney's here, as always, Aaron. So the NFL Combine rolls on in Indianapolis this week. And yesterday, we heard from Cardinals GM Monty Austinfort and Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon. So what does JG hope to get out of the prospects this week? If they love ball and if they're team guys first. So we're getting, uh, it's awesome meeting with them. Um, getting to start to know them as people. Um, before you really dive into the tape, but uh, really looking for the what I call the price of admission if they fit that. So we've had a lot of good guys that we've already talked to, got a lot more meetings scheduled the next couple days. So uh, it's a really cool process for us. What do you hope the Cardinals get out of the NFL Combine this week? And what is that price of admission? <laughs> that second part's that's a great question. I got the easy button on my forehead right there, don't I, Mal? <laughs> The price of admission, what is it? Define it. I he already hope, did. I hope they get some um, clarity, I would just say. Because six six picks in the top 91, we talk a lot about the number four overall pick. But really, all six of those picks, if you could hit on what, four of those? If you could somehow hit on four of those, Wolf, don't you feel like you're setting yourself up really well for the next few years? So... I'm not making my picks based on the combine, but I am making I'm making tie-breaking decisions, or I'm you know I'm, I'm splitting tough decisions based on the uh, combine. So this is big for the Cardinals right now. Yeah, this is um, man, I love this stuff. Well done, JG. The price of admission. That is the culture of the Arizona Cardinals. That is it, Basinonians. There is a price to be admitted. This is what they're building right now. And what is that? He named it. Love ball, team first. Love ball, team first. This is radical stuff when you talk about team first in the National Football League. Because can I tell you right now, we all know we're mercenaries. We are mercenaries out there, and we're playing in the biggest mercenary league on the face of the planet, and we're going to go out there, and it's me. I've got to go out there and do my job. But he's talking about being the best teammate you can possibly be. And you know what you can do? Be the best player you can be. And that will allow this team to actually do well, and you'll be a great teammate because of that. It's a weird kind of thing. You go big picture, but it's really myopic because it starts with one the way that it always does. In addition, Monty Austinfort was asked if he's gotten trade calls for the fourth overall pick yet. No, I have not. I have not. If you guys hear anything, uh, come, come let me know. So he hasn't. So as we sit here today, on February 28th, the first round of the NFL draft is April 25th. Would you rather the Cardinals take a player at number four or trade the pick for more picks? And I don't want to hear, well, it depends Marvin Harrison Jr. Blah, 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 blah. No, take that out. Why did you look at me when you said that? Because you're like, well, it depends. <laughs> well, it, it You depends. have an easy button on your forehead, too. That's true. It's, it's very big, and it's right there. Um, take a player at four, then. If I, if I, I'm not going to say, well, it depends. Take a player at four, because if Marvin Harrison Jr. is not there, 
I still want Roma Dunze there. I want a receiver out of, I want one of those top three receivers out of my first pick. The caveat would be if you could trade down and get Roma Dunze at like seven. But to answer the question, I would just take a player at four. You can trade your other picks around. My answer is what Luke just said. Uh, you have to come up with a completely uh, new one. I'm sorry. It just is right there. I'm going to take a player at four because I believe it's going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. at four. <laughs> Sold. Eduardo Rodriguez made his first start of spring training with the D-backs yesterday, and it didn't quite go as planned as it resulted in four earned runs and only three outs recorded. Rodriguez admitted the command was off as he threw 20 of 38 pitches for strikes and allowed two home runs and two walks. So what did D-backs manager Tori Lavello think? I thought the ball was coming out of his hand pretty good, maybe a little distracted by some play, some balls at the plate that he didn't he didn't necessarily get. It's part of the game, and I think you know we got to find a way to overcome that. But um, just an up mistake where the ball carried out of the ballpark for a three-run home run, and just you know maybe a little fastball dominant trying to find that location. But first outing, I'm fine with what he did. We just want to get that pitch count up and, and let it keep climbing. Do you want what's going on, Wolf? <laughs> Mel, ask the question. <laughs> ask the question, Mel. She did. What's going on? No, no. Why are ask you laughing? The, I'm just, please, don't worry about it. You know me. Uh, ask the question. I am officially worried about it. What is your question, Mel? I thought he was going to spit coffee so at his computer <laughs> screen. I don't know why. You know me. I get into these moods. All right, ask the question. So is this what spring training is all about? Figuring out what works and what doesn't work? Do you guys read into that start? Uh, no, I, I don't. But like, look, if, what you know, is you know going what? I on? give you so much credit because I thought you were going to say, where's your level of concern with Eduardo Rodriguez? I'm not taking it. Are you for real? Do I have? I, I don't have an easy button on it. my forehead. I thought you were going to do it, Mel. And that was going to make me laugh. I'm sorry, because it's a it's is, a producer is that question. What you, oh, it's a okay. great producer question. Are you concerned with Eduardo Rodriguez, right? It's a great question. Dude went out through one pitch, and it was gone. <laughs> went the other way. Gave up four <laughs> runs. No, almost hit Including Wolf. two home runs, three-run shot. Look, it's spring training. I'm not concerned in the least about Eduardo Rodriguez. I don't even remember what Aaron's real question was. Well, it had nothing to do with the concern level, oh, though. It was open-ended, wasn't it? it was yeah, like, what just, do you read I, into it? I basically said, like... Is this what spring training is all about? Yeah, I, I but don't. I know. But see, I for me, oh, you're I ready answered, to hit the panic button. No, <laughs> a panic button on your forehead. I answered. The I never said concern. That I you thought did. she was going to ask. Basically, so you laughed at something that, that didn't happen yet. Yes. and then it didn't ultimately happen. <laughs> I thought for sure it was coming. <laughs> so you don't really need Where's any of your us here. Level of concern. You could just sit in this room and laugh at things that might happen. Well, true. <laughs> I I look. If every Eduardo Rodriguez outing of spring training goes like that, I might not be super psyched for the third <laughs> game of the season when he takes the mound. I, you know what? It will not influence me in the least if that happens. All right. Well, hopefully we don't test that. But if we do, I'm going to keep bringing it up. The Phoenix Suns were out on the practice floor yesterday as they get ready to host the Rockets tomorrow night. Here's Suns head coach Frank Vogel giving an update on Bradley Beal. He did some of the no contact stuff as well. Uh, Thank you, Barbara. You know, obviously you see him getting shots and he's making movements, but that's far from 
playing an actual game. So when you say yep. progress, what and more more sprint work. I mean, there's this quick twitch stuff, which is uh, you participate in some of the shell defense and all that stuff, half court, uh, and then there's the full court sprint, sprinting where you you know you're stretching out your legs um, and your stride. Um, so that's where he was having you know some discomfort still, uh, but he's making progress. So he was having some discomfort still, but he's making progress. Oh, good. Yay. What's he doing out there, Frank? What is he doing out there? If he's having discomfort, what is he out there for? It, we're talking about a hamstring here, correct? What's your concern level right now? It's pretty It's pretty high Where's when it comes the to Bradley Beal. Where's the button? No, I'm just saying. Think about it. You know, he's, he's having discomfort with a hamstring? You don't want any discomfort when you're trying to come back from a hamstring. I'm having discomfort hearing that news. It's not it's not ideal. What really matters for Bradley Beal is that he I don't know what, in the next 10 games comes back and then never misses another game once he comes back. That's the biggest thing, right? He comes back, let's say, on Saturday against Houston, plays five games and then misses five more or whatever. Yeah. The biggest thing is that when he comes back, he never misses another game this season, See, whatever that and is. This is the one thing that I thought probably happened. He probably retweaked that hamstring. Remember when Frank was talking about it, the All-Star break, coming out of the All-Star break, saying, you know what, he expected him to go, right? For the Dallas game. Yes. They, they, were, they, were, they didn't say yes. probable, but he was. there was hope that he might play against Dallas, and that was now basically a week ago. Man. All right, that was Wolf and Down Your Lunch.